Welcome to the On The Dot podcast. It is good to be back. We are back uh, a lot sooner than we originally anticipated because we had some inspiration. Um, McKenna's thrilled to be back early, aren't you? <laughs> it's good to be back. Like I said, um, before we get started for tonight's special episode, please check us out on TikTok, YouTube, Twitch, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Notice how I did not mess that up at all. Apple Music. Uh, and uh, Amazon Prime, right? Right? Amazon Prime? Yeah, Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, McKenna, you want to go around and introduce everybody? Ask everybody how they're doing? We got me. We got me. I'm I'm McKenna. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know well, how bro, it looks really? for everyone else. Tad, shut up. <laughs> I don't know how it looks for everyone else, but Philip is next to my face on the right. Yeah, I am. Below you're, you're, me, we have you're to, Andrew. You're to my left. Not necessarily, but um. Well, anyways, we have Philip Andrew, who I don't think feels very well. So um, remember him in prayer. Sad you know? boy Andrew. We have Colin with a good old race car looking type deal. We got first Meredith podcast appearance by the way. For Colin. What? For first oh, podcast yeah, first appearance for Colin. From Colin, uh, first night here I take it, mm-hmm. and he should be starting to join us more often. So that's exciting. But yeah, we're podcast. That's right. We're back again. This is our um, our eighth episode. So we're we're at. I have actually got the first few signs of comments of actual support. So just got just got to keep keep it up. Yeah, I've actually had some people comment on some of our YouTube uh, channels. That's exciting. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Anyway, how how we all? What'd you say, Colin? Did you just randomly? Did Meredith say who asked? So Tad asked too. So I said, "Please." <laughs> I didn't say that. It wasn't me. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right. Anyway, uh, well, we are happy to have you, Cullen. Cullen, do you want to introduce Yo, yourself? No, my friend Joe join. Bro. Who? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't, I don't think I'm falling, but, but. Oh my gosh! No! No! I don't want to hear it. Oh! Yes! That is a TikTok clip! Yo, mama! Yeah! Ted! Let's go! Ted is our hero! I would I'd scream, but I can't. Oh, that is the I greatest! I hate every single one of you except for Meredith. I can't believe it. She fell for it. She fell for it. She fell for it. I hate you. <laughs> I wish Jonathan I was here mom. for that. You're right. You're right. All right, that's a TikTok clip. Oh, that made me so happy. Oh my gosh. Yo. <laughs> Do you seriously have no idea? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't think about it before I said anything. It just kind of came out. Who? <laughs> Joe. Oh, that's perfect. That is so funny. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. That was awesome. Okay. Anyway, um are we, are we all doing good? Do you know my sex is a male? Yes. Are we all doing good? My last driving test today. I get to take my driving test Tuesday. Nice. 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 Awesome. Who else was getting up there? Meadow was, right? Yeah, she's taking her test test tomorrow. Nice. Like her her. permit test. I have no idea why she did it. I don't know. She said, "Oh, she said she couldn't get in at UP. She said it was it was full." 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. UAP is a piece of crap, so it's okay. Okay, so on this dude with the AR. Yes, I'm still trying to delay as long as I can. So <laughs> Jonathan, <laughs> dude with AR comes. All right, so yes, tonight, um, as you guys can tell by the title, we are talking about uh, Kyle Rittenhouse, the very, very, very popular um, or trial that got attention. It, Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah, <laughs> Kyle Rotten. You're a Kyle Rotten. Anyway, so we're gonna be talking about that. Um, it's very relevant, which is why I wanted to do an episode on it as soon as we can because very soon, very soon it will not be in you know constant national headlines like it has been for the last little bit. So might as well do an episode while it's relevant. Um, it's been what three days, two days since the acquittal, I guess. Three days? Yeah, three days. That sounds right because it was Friday. It was Friday, right? No. It's Friday. It's Friday. It's Friday. So okay, so two days. Two days. Yeah, two days because it, it happened on Friday. So this yeah. is uh, so this is November twenty first is the time we're trying to throw in McKenna. Oh my gosh! So. It probably is. Tad, put it away. <laughs> anyway, so the today is the twenty first, the day we're recording this on, and the day that the acquittal happened was on the nineteenth, I think. So mm -hmm. yeah, so it's, this is two days after. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> Tad, Tad. <laughs> put it away. <laughs> No one face, wants to see it unless it's going in my bank account. I don't want to see it. Mm. I thought you were going to say something. It can go in your bank account for the right price. Oh, my God. It can go in your bank account for the right price. What? Think about that. that. It'd go into your Just her bank account for $20. Because <laughs> it's a $20 hey, bill. Okay. I know what you meant. Don't be... All right, anyway. <laughs> Anyway, so we are going to be talking all things Kyle Rittenhouse today. Now, before we start, I wanted to ask everybody, how much does everybody know? I know we were talking about it at a cookout tonight, Colin, so I know how much you already know. But everybody else, how much do you guys know about the situation? I'll start with McKenna. Same. McKenna, how much? I'm guilty. That's all I know. That's it? Okay, good. Meredith, how much do you know? Eh, a little bit. All right, Tad, how much do you... He's <laughs> <laughs> here. Dad, um, how much do you know? I mean, not I follow politics a lot, but like I don't know why I just never really found interest in the story. Okay, gotcha. So not much. I know like the whole story, but like I don't really know much. All about right, it. and Cullen, how much do you know? It was an AR-15. <laughs> okay. All right, perfect. Sounds good. Well, then this this will be good. This will be good. I know, I know quite a bit. So, first of all, I I wanted to share the reason why I wanted to do this episode. So, first of all, the main reason I wanted to do this this uh, special episode was because there is so 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 much misinformation out there about the case. I mean, just blatantly wrong facts, and it's like media outlets that are presenting wrong facts just blatantly, without knowing they're just completely lying. So, it like. 90% of the news you're going to see in this is probably going to be um, biased in a way that's just not even – that's untruthful. So that's why we wanted to give the proper facts of what actually really did happen. So all of you guys, first of all, understand what really happened, number one, and understand why everyone's mad. But also, I mean, this is a serious – this is a serious issue once we'll – you guys will see. You guys will see because this – it's ridiculous. It, I, hope it, I hope it makes you mad. That Honestly. Because it shows how ridiculous media is and news is. So, not mad like, you know, oh, I'm going to go kill somebody. Not like that, but like annoyed. Because uh, if, if, if it makes you annoyed, that means you're a, a sane American. So, <laughs> anyway. Um, 
So I have a video here that I want to show. Um, how many of you guys know who Ben Shapiro is? The dude that almost killed him. No, 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 no. That sounds very familiar. So he, he you'll probably recognize him. You, you might recognize him when you see him. He is probably the most popular, openly conservative um, person on the internet. He's very, very, say... very smart. Wait, was it? Trigger warning, Yo. this is going to be controversial. Yeah, but I don't like putting trigger warnings. Because who cares if you get if you get pissed well, off? It's your fault. <laughs> that's a trigger warning. Just put it out there, okay? I know. Trigger trigger warnings are for cupcakes. I, I don't worry. I have an opinion Not on trigger warnings. Get over it. Okay. Okay. Well then, trigger warning. <laughs> trigger warning to some people. But again, like as regards to who the, the specific like, if we if we don't look at it lawfully, like you, of course, anybody is allowed to have their own opinions of what happens, which is. Uh, obviously, so in advance, uh, I'll go ahead and say this. This is obviously a very, very, very conservative viewpoint, which the video that we're about to watch, which of course is good and I believe is correct. And I think it's actually it's pretty crazy if anybody doesn't think it's correct. However, at the end of the day, everyone is allowed to have their own opinions, so no judgment being passed for anybody that shares any different opinion. Again, these are just all of our opinions. Um, of course. Logically speaking, just because it's our opinions doesn't that in itself does not make the facts true. I believe there's enough facts provided where we are right, but our opinions alone don't make what we're talking about correct. Would you guys all agree with that statement? Agreed. What okay. statement? Also, four of you guys. There's three of you guys with cameras off. Wait, what did you say? I muted. It's okay. It's okay. Just drop my phone. So Basically, I was just saying that just because. We think one way does not mean that it's right just because we think that way. Now, I do believe there's enough facts in this to where our opinion is the right one. But that's that's just that's what I think. Anyway, so um, <clears throat> before before we start, I'll give just a tiny little bit of a backstory. Kai Rittenhouse, at the time of this event, was, was a 17-year-old uh, in Kenosha, Wisconsin. This was last August, I believe. It was last late summer early early fall somewhere around there it was when uh jacob blake got shot last year uh, um by the the cops you guys probably remember him he was a massive you know very very popular um thing when it happened why did so, this come out just now though like, well okay no so um it happened it a, a while ago it takes a long time to have it takes a long time to have a trial they waited for his trial to happen until he was 18 so he could, they could convict him as an adult which is a whole other ridiculous issue but he, he he could have been tried a lot sooner if but they they want the prosecution wanted to wait till he was 18 so they they could try to get the maximum sentence which is ridiculous but that's okay anyway so that that's why it's taken so long cuz he's now 18 he's just recently 18 um so he was 17 Kenosha Wisconsin happy birthday yeah, happy birthday. Yeah, happy <laughs> this guy has lived happy in pure birthday. I'm sure this guy has lived in pure misery for like a year and a half. Um anyway. So people coming in his house and killing him and stuff like that. Or just I mean, I don't, who knows? Just the pressure of or no, in the no, prison. knowing that ninety percent of the country probably Have you seen him in prison before the trial? No, I don't, I don't think know. so. I, I don't believe so. I don't believe so. Anyway, we don't have to watch we don't have to watch this entire. Well, he shouldn't be because he is innocent until proven guilty. So, yeah. Don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Anyway, um, 
might watch the whole video, might not. It's a pretty long video. It's 27 minutes, so we don't have to watch the entire video. Um, but it's a good, it's a very, very good video that I think we need to listen to because it's it's good. It summarizes the situation very much so. And this guy Ben Shapiro is a very, very trustworthy, very, very educated. I love Ben Shapiro. Really awesome, He's dude. So, I'm every day in school, I come down and immediately watch his podcast. I, I watch a lot of stuff. Yeah, I watch a lot of stuff from him too. He's very, very intellectual. Just so smart, so truthful. Um, so I'm going to screen share this for you guys. This was his analysis on the situation. He released a shorter version of the video, which we, uh, but I wanted to watch this because there's an important part that he included at the beginning. All right, so everybody tune into screen share if you guys get the chance. And for those of you who are listening on non-YouTube, every platform other than YouTube, you guys should be able to hear this. Um, I believe you guys should be able to hear this. All right. Uh, one, two, three, four. Andrew, do you want to tune in to the screen share? All right. There you go. All right, guys. Here we go. Let's listen as much as we can. But I know you guys are going to have some stuff to say after this. So, And if you guys need to turn up the volume for this, you can. I can't turn it up any farther on my end, so. All right, here we go. So the verdict is in. Kyle Rittenhouse not guilty on all counts. Not guilty on all counts. That is very good news for the country. The president of the United States, Joe Biden, who did finish his colonoscopy, uh, he apparently had cleaned him out in some way because he came out and he said that we should respect the verdict because the jury system works, which is the best thing he has said in his entire time as presidency so far as uh, I am concerned. Here was what it sounded like when the jury announced its verdict earlier today. As to the second count of the information, Richard McGinnis, we the jury find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. As to the third count of the information, unknown male, we the jury find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. As to the fourth count of the information, Anthony Huber, we the jury find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. As to the fifth count of the information, Gage Grosskreutz, we the jury find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. Members of the jury, are these your unanimous verdicts? Is there anyone who does not agree with the verdicts as read? Okay, and if you can't see the video, Rittenhouse essentially collapses in tears. Uh, now, remember, we were told by the entire blue checkmarked media that when he cried on the stand while recounting what happened to him that night, it was because white tears, white tears, it was all fake, just like it was fake for Brett Kavanaugh. I want you to remember this, because the media lied to you, and they lied to you routinely. Never forget that these people created this situation in the first place. Remember, this all began with a lie. It began with the lie that Jacob Blake, who was an alleged rapist, the police were calm on him because he went to his ex-girlfriend's home. She called the cops. The police arrived. He resisted arrest. He had a knife and turned his back on the cops while holding a knife and was shot for his trouble. The media treated that as a vicious white supremacist murder by the cops. That led to riots in Kenosha. Those riots in Kenosha were defended by the media as mostly peaceful. Kyle Rittenhouse then went to Kenosha in order to protect private property and provide medical aid, at which point he was attacked by three people, all of whom had significant criminal records, one of whom was an actual convicted child molester. He shot two of them. All three were white. 
And then the media declared that Kyle Rittenhouse was a white supremacist mass shooter. The media created the situation. They fomented the situation. They lit the fire and then they watched it burn. And then they fanned the flames because this is what they are. They are garbage beginning to end. They lied to you. They lied about the situation. They continue to lie today. I'm going to go all the way back to the beginning. This is right after the Rittenhouse shootings. Here's a little compendium of our friends in the media completely botching the facts and lying to Americans over and over and over again. So, by the way, this is a short compilation that he compiled of a lot of media outlets talking about the issue right after it happened. Um, And he'll explain everything that did happen. Just, Just watch these. Rittenhouse is basically what you would have had in a school shooter. He's a 17-year-old kid. He shouldn't have had a gun. He crossed state lines to supposedly protect property. No, he was going out to shoot people. Kyle Rittenhouse, the 17-year-old vigilante. Kyle Rittenhouse, the vigilante. Kyle Rittenhouse, the armed teenage vigilante. A 17-year-old vigilante, arguably a domestic terrorist, picked up a rifle, drove to a different state to shoot people. Kyle Rittenhouse, a guy who's (laughs) deeply racist, went with weapons to a Black Lives Matter protest, looking to get in trouble. He did. He murdered a couple of people. Rittenhouse, uh, the 17-year-old kid, just running around, shooting and killing protesters. You see the 17-year-old who was radicalized by Trumpism, took his AR-15 to Kenosha and became a killer. A white Trump-supporting MAGA-loving, Blue Lives Matter, social media uh, uh, partisan, 17 years old, picks up a gun, drives from one state to another with the intent to shoot people. These people are garbage. They were lying to you at the time. And here's the thing. Now that we know, they continue to lie. They continue to lie. Okay, and the Biden campaign lied about Kyle Rittenhouse. This was not just the media. It was a Democrat media complex dedicated to the lie. That what happened in Kenosha was a righteous explosion of anger at white supremacy in the United States. And therefore, that Kyle Rittenhouse was an evil emissary of the Trump campaign and white supremacy more generally. This was a this was a lie that was promulgated by Joe Biden's campaign. It was Joe Biden and Kamala Harris who were calling up Jacob Blake. It was Kamala Harris, the current vice president of the United States, who told alleged rapist Jacob Blake that she was proud of him. That she was proud of him. It was the president of the United States who called up Jacob Blake and talked with him and said he talked about how nothing was going to defeat him. They fomented this. By the way, just let that sink in. The vice president of the United States told an alleged rapist that she was proud of him. Just just let that sink in. Here was an ad from the Joe Biden campaign, September 2020. Are you willing tonight to condemn white supremacists and militia groups and to say that they need to stand down and not add to the violence in a number of these cities as we saw in Kenosha and as we've seen in Portland? Are you prepared to to specifically do it? There's the image of Kyle Rittenhouse in the middle of that Joe Biden campaign ad. They created this. They own it. And now here's the thing. They got caught in the lie, just like with Covington Catholic, just like with Brett Kavanaugh. Just like with the Russia hoax, just like with all of it, they got caught in the lie because they are liars, because they are liars beginning to end. The narrative is the only thing. Oh, yeah, they pause it real quick. And they were willing to make the blood sacrifice of Kyle Rittenhouse in order to promote that narrative. Go ahead, so, go ahead. I don't, do you remember what the story about Brett Kavanaugh? A little bit, was, a little bit. I'm not, um, I'm not well, well enough informed to say something about it, but. Okay, so basically, 
after um, Anthony Kennedy, a a Supreme Court member appointed by Ronald Reagan to the Supreme Court, retired in 2018, Mm -hmm. Trump is the vice president, or president, so he can nominate a member to the Supreme Court to replace him. Correct. Correct. And he nominated Kavanaugh, and for some reason, right when he did that, there was all these people that claimed he raped and sexually assaulted. Oh, that's him. right, that's right, that's right. Like Christine Blasey Ford, yep, you may have yep, heard yep, of her. Yep, 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 but, um, that, that's right, that's right, that's right. And it, was, and it wasn't true, right? That he, yeah, they used this narrative that he was like, it's like drunk and... For some reason, they like to push this narrative that he couldn't even remember the time he raped her. It was very, it was very confusing. But um, yeah, nothing came of it. Literally, she just faded into obscurity. Never pursued any more legal action against him. Conveniently, yep. after he got appointed to the Supreme Court. That's just an example of the left fighting against every little thing that Donald Trump could possibly do. Because they hated him for no reason. Anyway, thank you. Thank you for bringing that up, Ted. And here's the thing. They are still willing to make the blood sacrifice in order to promote the narrative. Because now the facts are out. It was justifiable at the beginning to say, you know what? Let's wait. Let's see. And then it became pretty quickly not justifiable because all the tape emerged. And then the prosecution happened. And maybe the prosecution had something. Maybe they had a piece of evidence that we didn't know about it. Maybe they knew something that you didn't. But it turned out they knew nothing. It turned out they had no evidence. They had nothing. Nada. In fact, all of their witnesses were defense witnesses. And still the media couldn't stop lying. Still, the political actors in the Democratic Party could not stop lying. Kyle Rittenhouse had to be the face of evil white supremacy. Kyle Rittenhouse had to be the face of Trumpism. And even after his acquittal today, the media continue to promulgate the lie. They are rewriting history in real time. You don't let them do it. I won't let them do it. None of us should let them do it. They are liars and allowing them to rewrite history in real time, rewrite fact patterns in real time. It means the end of the country, the end of the truth. We're going to fight that. So as I say, the Democrat media complex, they created this and they are liars and they will maintain the lie. Just because Kyle Rittenhouse is acquitted today, as he should have been, legally and morally, does not mean that these bastards won't continue to lie to you and lie about you and lie about the country and lie about the state of play. Now, earlier, I said that Joe Biden had come out and he had said that he didn't watch the trial. And so he really had no opinion. And the jury had done his job. And that's what Joe Biden said. Now he's released a statement. It's amazing. The man can't do anything right for more than 22 seconds before Ron Klain steers him wrong again. He just released a statement. Did our not all their president, quote, while the verdict in Kenosha will leave many Americans feeling angry and concerned, myself included, we must acknowledge that the jury has spoken. Why are you angry and concerned? Was it because you slandered Kyle Rittenhouse as a white supremacist in your campaign ad? Are you angry and concerned because he might sue your ass for defamation, as you probably should? Why are you angry and concerned, sir? What do you know about this trial that we don't? They are liars, and they will rewrite history to make the lie stick. This is why they keep trotting out Michael Brown as though he was an innocent or Jacob Blake as though he was an innocent. Because all that matters is the narrative. They will continue to lie and lie and lie. Do not pay attention to them. Get better news sources and tell all your friends to do the same. Here, let me just give you this. Here's Yahoo News' description. This is post-acquittal. Post-acquittal. Here was their description of what happened to Rittenhouse. Quote, 
Rittenhouse was 17 when he carried an AR-style semi-automatic rifle on the streets of Kenosha during a turbulent protest against racial injustice in the summer of 2020 and opened fire on demonstrators, killing Joseph Rosenbaum and Anthony Huber and seriously wounding Gage Grosskreutz. Okay, that is the least accurate description of what happened I have ever seen. According to Yahoo News, after the trial, after the video, after drone footage, after witness testimony, after physical evidence, after that, their description of this was not Kyle Rittenhouse went to Kenosha in the middle of riots to defend private property. He was accosted by a convicted child molester and chased. He turned around and shot that man when he lunged for the gun. Then he was chased by a mob who was trying to kill him. And he shot two other people, killing one. That would be an accurate depiction of what happened. According to Yahoo News, he just arrived during a turbulent protest and then opened fire on demonstrators, just randomly spraying them with bullets, apparently. These liars, they are liars. They lie to you. And if this were you, they would lie about you because they don't care how many eggs they have to break in order to make the omelet. They do not care. If you are if you are an obstacle to their utopian vision of what America should be like, they will break you. They will destroy you. They would have gladly sent a 17 year old kid to prison for the rest of his life for an act of self-defense. And they are weeping today because Kyle Rittenhouse isn't going to spend the rest of his life behind bars for a crime he never committed and didn't commit on video. Here was CNN today, decrying the legal process. Oh, well, you know, the problem with the legal process, says CNN, is that, you know, really the law is just favorable to the defendant. The law in Wisconsin is very favorable to a defendant claiming self-defense. The prosecution has to affirmatively disprove self-defense beyond a reasonable doubt. If the jury went back there and had some reasonable doubt, then they were to return a not guilty verdict. And that, it appears, is what they've done. Well, you know, the, the, the law of self by the way, can I explain something? The law of self-defense is a key element of every legal regime ever in human history. If there's a legal regime, it includes the law of self-defense. That is the only law that mattered here. This is not because the law was favorable to the defense. It's because the defendant didn't commit a crime. They all know this, but they're going to lie. They're going to pretend that he got off on a technicality. He did not get off on a technicality, Kyle Rittenhouse. He got off because he never should have been indicted in the first place. And only because the prosecutor is a despicable, lying hack was this ever brought. By the way, this speaks to a broader fact, which is that Republicans, conservatives, freedom-minded people need to start electing DAs who aren't outgrowths of a progressive legal thinking system that believes that you should indict people for no reason so long as they fit the check marks that you need for your narrative. And it wasn't just that guy on CNN. You got Bob Bianchi, former head prosecutor for New Jersey, Morris County, New Jersey on CNN, saying, you know, innocence, well, yeah, it's a mistaken belief. It's not about narratives. It's unfortunate that narratives is a tail of uh, wagging the dog here. It's the facts that came out there in the course of the case that showed that those narratives were in large part completely inaccurate. And so this jury did its job by looking at the facts, taking its time, deliberating over the evidence. And even though it may have been a mistaken belief, they believe Kyle Rittenhouse, under those circumstances, felt not only death, but great bodily harm. A lot of people are missing that. Mistaken belief? Where's the mistaken belief coming from? He's doing well until he gets to mistaken belief. Okay, this isn't the worst of the worst. Okay, this is not even close to the worst of the worst. You got MSNBC. All of their guests doing the same thing. Eugene Robinson says this is a vindication of vigilantism. Weird, because what it seems like more is a vindication of the fact that if a child molester tries to grab your gun, you can shoot him. Or the vindication of the fact that if a man approaches you with a pistol to shoot you, you're allowed to shoot him in the bicep. 
or the fact that if somebody tries to smack you in the face with a skateboard repeatedly, you can shoot him. That doesn't sound super a lot like vigilantism. You know, it's, so there are unique things about this case. What I what concerns me, though, is that the result will be seen as a vindication of vigilantism of, of what Kyle Rittenhouse was doing, the larger context of what he was doing, uh, you know, during these demonstrations over the shooting of, of, of Jacob Blake. You got Ben Rhodes doing the same routine, the former hack writer turned foreign policy advisor. He says, quote, a very dark message sent to all the other heavily armed would-be vigilantes out there. Oh, it's about vigilantism now. It's about Well, you know what? For most of them, it's about race. They're still trying to turn this into a race case. Every person Kyle Rittenhouse shot was white. Kyle Rittenhouse is white. There are no black people involved in this case, period. None. It does not matter. You know what's trending on Twitter today? Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter was trending on Twitter. This case does not include a single black human. Not one. It does not matter. It has to fit the narrative. Which is why you have, for example, Celeste Ng, who is the writer of Little Fires Everywhere, tweeting out, so basically it's cool to just have an AR-15 and go out and hunt black people as long as you're white. The, the people he shot weren't even black. The, what are you talking about? Doesn't matter. Stephen King, quote, so the white guy goes free. Is that the message? No, the message is that the white guy can defend himself just like anybody else. Hey, you have... Nicole Hannah-Jones. Remember, Nicole Hannah-Jones is seen as a real intellectual by the left. I don't know what to make of that. I honestly don't know whether that means that the left is just so unbelievably stupid, like with the brain power of an earthworm, that, that to, to them she looks brilliant, or they're just patronizing her by pretending that she's smart. Because Nicole Hannah-Jones has never said a true thing as far as I'm aware. It was just last week when she claimed that we dropped the A-bomb on Hiroshima and Nagasaki because of the sunk cost fallacy. Because we wanted to prove that we'd spent our money wisely on the Manhattan Project. I mean, she's a, she's a complete fool from beginning to end. So here's what this complete fool had to tweet. Quote, in this country, you can even kill white people and get away with it if those white people are fighting for black lives. This is the legacy of 1619. So just to get this straight, a white man shooting a white child molester and a white criminal and a white person trying to kill him is the legacy of 1619. Weird. Weird take by Nicole Hannah-Jones. By the way, she then followed up that tweet by suggesting that he crossed state lines with a gun, which he, which he didn't even do. Because she doesn't know what the hell she's talking about. Because she doesn't care what she's talking about. Because the facts do not matter. They don't matter. Here's Joy Reid, the bloviating bag of stupid over on MSNBC. Quote, we knew, but it's sometimes helpful to remind ourselves how America was designed to work. It continues to work as designed. We have learned again what is considered legal for some people to do in America. It's helpful to know where you stand in your country. Be safe out there. What, what, it's Self-defense is legal for everyone, Joy. For everyone. But she says only some people, only some people will be acquitted under these circumstances. Weird, because at the beginning of October, the city of Chicago literally refused to prosecute a case in which uh, uh, two members of gangs were shooting at each other. One person died and two suspects were wounded. And the city of Chicago was like, we're not even going to prosecute them. Everyone involved was a person of color. Okay, like, I don't know what the hell she's talking about or what she thinks she's talking about, but this passes for wisdom in left-wing circles. She also put out a blog post, not, not the old blog post where she uh, ripped on gay people, a new blog post. It says, Kyle Rittenhouse trial was designed to protect white conservatives who kill. Nailed it. Meanwhile, Letitia James, who wants to run for governor of New York after kneecapping Andrew Cuomo, 
She tweeted out, this is a dark day for our justice system. As a lawyer, I respect jury verdicts, but this is yet another reminder that our system needs to be uprooted and reformed. So you don't respect jury verdicts. You just want to destroy the system. These folks are they're rewriting history. And I promise you, three years from now, the left will still be saying that Kyle Rittenhouse is a white supremacist murderer. They will still be citing the name of Joseph Rosenbaum as some sort of martyr to the cause of black lives. Even though he's the only person in the entire situation who did anything that had to do with race. By the way, what did he have to do with race? That night he shouted the N-word. But he was the guy defending black lives. Corey Bush, the liar who suggested that when she was marching in Ferguson, Missouri, white people were camped out on a hill nearby shooting at her, which is a complete lie, fabrication, made up, top to bottom. She tweeted out, the judge, the jury, the defendant. It's white supremacy in action. This system isn't built to hold white supremacists accountable. It's why black and brown folks are brutalized and put in cages while white supremacist murderers walk free. I'm hurt. I'm angry. I'm heartbroken. Wow, an advertisement. I love that. Lovely, lovely advertisement. Thank you for that. Amazing. The narrative demands that this be about the subjugation of black people. There are no black people involved. So they'll just ignore that and just go right for it anyway. It's incredible. By the way, I hope Kyle Rittenhouse sues these, sues these jackasses into the ground. I hope that he Covington Catholics these people into bankruptcy. I hope that Kyle Rittenhouse has a house made of money when all this is over. I hope that Kyle Rittenhouse is sitting atop a pile of cash because of these people. Just because they are liars and they deserve it. Bill de Blasio, the commie groundhog murderer from New York, he tweeted out, Anthony Huber and Joseph Rosenbaum are victims. They should be alive today. They're victims, you see. Anthony Huber, who was convicted of assaulting his brother and mother, and Joseph Rosenbaum, convicted child molester, both of whom attempted to murder a 17-year-old. They're victims, according to Mayor Bill de Blasio. That's not a surprise. He, he is kind of friendly with some terrorist groups. Mm -hmm. He says they should be alive today. The only reason they're not is because a violent, dangerous man chose to take a gun across state lines and start shooting people. To call this a miscarriage of justice is an understatement. It's a lie. It's all entirely a lie. And they know it's a lie and they don't care. They don't. This is the part that's so mind boggling. Just if you're a moral human being, you should care at least a little about the truth of particular fact patterns. They don't care at all. It's not like we don't have video of this stuff. We have video of Kyle Rittenhouse that night before any of the shootings take place explaining why he was there. This is clip 22. Here's Kyle Rittenhouse that night explaining why he was there. Does this sound like a young man who's looking to murder people? Does this sound like a young man who, who is looking to come to Kenosha and just start strafing people with bullets? So people are getting injured, and our job is to protect this business, and part of my job is to also help people. If there's somebody hurt, I'm running into harm's way. That's why I have my rifle, because I need to protect myself, obviously. But I also have my med kit. We're protecting from the citizens, and I just got pepper sprayed by a person in the crowd. So you had non-lethal, but you, you didn't respond? We don't have non-lethal. So you guys are full on ready to defend the property? Yes, we are. Now, if I can ask, can you guys step back? Medical, EMF right here. Okay, and then at the end of the video, he's called off to do some medical help for one of the people who's riding. Sounds like a guy who's just out there to murder people. Adriano Espaillat, who's a representative from New York, Congressman, he said, Kyle Rittenhouse is living proof that white tears can still forestall justice. A murderer is once again walking free today. Our system is terribly broken. Why? Because Kyle Rittenhouse cried. He had the temerity to cry in court. White tears. 
So they're just reading from the hymnal of Robin DiAngelo. White tears are bad because white tears elicit emotional responses in white juries. And this is just another example of black people being subjugated. You know the pretzels they have to twist themselves in to stick their heads this far up their own asses? Honest to God, Joe Biden and other Democrats who think like he does about these particular issues, I have to wonder why they even had to perform a colonoscopy. Couldn't Joe Biden just see in there? (laughs) Apparently all the Democrats can. Gavin Newsom, the androgynous human Kendall, governor of California, he tweeted, America today, you can break the law, carry around weapons built for a military, shoot and kill people and get away with it. That's the message we've just sent to armed vigilantes across the nation. Is it though? Is that the message that we send? Because the message that you guys kept sending is that riots were good. Property destruction was good. Hell, attempting to murder a 17-year-old was good. All of that was good. That made you a hero. It made you a person worthy of emulation and defense. They are rewriting reality in real time. And if you're not mad about it, you got to get mad about it. It's important to be mad about it. It's important because you need to tell everyone you know that these people are liars and they cannot be trusted. Because if they lie about this, they lie about everything. And they do. And they do. So... The liars are lying and they will continue lying until you believe the lie. That is the message that we are getting from our media today and from the Democrat media complex generally. The ACLU, which used to be in favor of civil liberties. I'm old enough to remember when they were in favor of civil liberties. I mean, it was right in their name, ACLU. The C and the L stood for civil liberties. Now they're tweeting out just lies about Kyle Rittenhouse. Quote, despite Kyle Rittenhouse's conscious decision to travel across state lines and injure one person and take the lives of two people protesting the shooting of Jacob Jacob Blake by police, He was not held responsible for his actions. Unfortunately, this is not surprising. This is not surprising. It is far too easy to overlook the impact that violence in defense of white supremacy has on the black and brown communities. There's no evidence that he was a white supremacist. Also, by the way, you will notice that, you know, one of the things you're allowed to do in the United States is drive across state lines. Despite his conscious decision to travel across state lines, says the ACLU. You know, it's a thing that you're allowed to do in the United States, drive across state lines. And also his conscious decision to defend himself, which was the entire basis of his defense. The ACLU is a joke, but they're all jokes. The Daily Show, hilarious, The Daily Show, so funny, The Daily Show. They tweeted out, Justin, Judge Schrader sentences Kyle Rittenhouse to come give him a big hug. Because that's what this is all about, isn't it? It's all about all of the white people getting together and giving each other hugs. That's what it's all about. That's, isn't that charming? Isn't that charming? Meanwhile, I got Nina Turner, who is a running, who's running for the House in Ohio's 11th district, tweeting, quote, America doesn't have a justice system. We have an injustice system. How clever. You see what she did right there? She put an in in front of the justice. America doesn't have a justice system. We have an injustice system. One that sees nothing wrong with cops shooting Jacob Blake in the back and nothing wrong with killing people protesting that shooting. Uh, Jacob Blake was correctly shot. And no, I don't have any problem with people being shot in self-defense. They were not shot protesting the shooting. They, they are just changing the fact pattern. They're just changing the fact pattern and lying about it. And I'm never going to get over this. I'm never going to get over the fact that they just make they just make bleep up. That's what they do. It's disgusting. It really is. All uh, The entire left wing has decided to just make things up. It's incredible. Here's Colin Kaepernick, quote, we just witnessed a system built on white supremacy validate the terroristic act of a white supremacist. No evidence whatsoever presented at trial before or after that Kyle Rittenhouse is a white supremacist. This only further validates the need to abolish our current system. White supremacy cannot be reformed, says the former backup quarterback who kneels for the national anthem and earns millions of dollars 
while getting specials on Netflix. By the way, the only evidence I've ever seen in my life that capitalism ought to be abolished is the fact that Colin Kaepernick makes money. That is the only reason I've ever seen that makes any sense to me as to why capitalism needs to be overthrown. Because if complete idiots in the technical sense, like Colin Kaepernick, can make enormous quantities of money lying about the United States and whining about the United States while pulling down those kind of checks, maybe that is a problem with capitalism. By the way, for those of you who don't know, Colin Kaepernick, he was a quarterback for the 49ers. He ended up making, he actually made a Super Bowl with the I know. 49ers. I, I know you know, but I'm saying for the people who don't know, he made a Super Bowl with the 49ers. And um, <clears throat> he, he was a good quarterback the year and that he Fidel made the Super Bowl. Fidel Castro died and he had to protest all the injustice <clears throat> in America. Basically, then what happened is people realized, oh, he's actually not that good of a quarterback. And he started sucking in the NFL. So you know what he did? He's like, you know what? I think I'm going to stay relevant by becoming a social activist. And this, by the way, Colin Kaepernick, literally, I'm not even joking, you can look this up. He compared the NFL draft to slavery. Slavery. He said, he said know, the, the NFL draft where teams are handing you a contract, giving you millions of dollars to come play for them, which you don't even have to actually accept the contract that the team drafted you by. He said that was just as bad as slavery. Same guy, just wanted to point that out. That is the only Marxist case I've ever seen made is Colin Kaepernick. Meanwhile, Representative Jerry Nadler, he tweeted out that the verdict was heartbreaking. Quote, this heartbreaking verdict is a miscarriage of justice and sets a dangerous precedent which justifies federal review by the DOJ. So now he wants Merrick Garland to come in and review the case. Justice cannot tolerate armed person crossing state lines looking for trouble while, protests, while people engage in First Amendment protected protest. Again, it's just every element of that is a lie. He was not armed when he crossed the state line. If you shop on Amazon, video's almost over, don't worry. Nestle's at like 11%. Video's almost over, don't worry. Second, he was not looking for trouble. Third, the people who he shot were not engaged in First Amendment protest. You know what's not First Amendment protest? Drawing a gun on a guy while approaching him like Gage Grosscrudes or bashing somebody in the head like Anthony Huber was doing with a skateboard or chasing somebody down and trying to grab their gun like, Jason, like Joseph Rosenbaum. Yeah, the fact that they lie like this means you should always doubt their narratives. You should always doubt it because there's not one iota of evidence to back anything that they are saying. The trial, if they'd watched it for five seconds and cared about the truth, would have debunked every argument they are making, every single one. The prosecution's own witnesses were debunking these arguments. Gage Grosskreutz, for example, admitted he pulled a gun on Rittenhouse before Rittenhouse shot him. But apparently he's a victim, engaging in First Amendment protected activities, according to these jackasses. Is clip 23, Gage Grosskreutz admitting in open Language. court that he was justifiably shot. It wasn't until you pointed your gun at him, advanced on him, with your gun, now your hands down, pointed at him, that he fired, right? Correct. Unreal. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because they must have their talking points. So understand this. When it comes to the media, when it comes to the Democrats, you don't matter. Individuals don't matter. The only thing that matters is the stories they can derive from a bunch of false fact patterns they make up. And if the fact patterns don't fit, they will just rewrite the fact patterns. They will just say things that aren't true. They're doing it right now in real time. They're trending George Floyd on Twitter as though this has something to do with George Floyd. They're trending Black Lives Matter on Twitter as though this has something to do with Black Lives Matter. They're suggesting openly that Kyle Rittenhouse is a white supremacist. Some of them are going so far, the UK Independent, is suggesting that he shot black people. 
None of that's true. It doesn't matter. The narrative will morph. The facts will morph to meet the narrative. Because when you have a vision of utopia, the way the left does, lives don't matter. They don't. They would have been perfectly happy today if Kyle Rittenhouse had been sentenced to life in prison for defending himself from criminals attempting to murder him. They would have been happy today. They would have been celebrating in the streets. What's one blood sacrifice or, or another between friends seeking utopia? We're in. <clears throat> well. There is the video. That was a very, very good video. What do you guys think? What you guys thoughts? That's intense. That was... Wasn't exactly, well, it was a lot about the trial, but it was mostly ran about other things. Yeah, what, like what were you saying? What were you saying, McKenna? Oh, I don't know. It was just, I mean, it makes a lot more sense to see why you were more frustrated about it than I was, because I didn't keep up with it, because yeah. I was like, it wasn't me. It's all good. But it's nice important. you were so frustrated. It's important to be, it's important to be up to date with it. You know, uh, for those of you who don't know, our, our the person who spoke today in, in our church service, he referenced that. Did you know, did you hear when he referenced that in church today? McKenna? I think so. He I said, think. He, he had said near the beginning, he said we had uh, just concluded a major court trial and he talked about how people were out protesting. Oh, yeah. And he said the only answer to whatever was communism. <clears throat> Yeah, that's what people. Oh want. yeah. As if that has anything to do with. Only this. answer to what? Ah, it was something. It, but they were basically saying America needed to become a communist nation. That was the gist of it. Yeah. That was that was the gist of it. Anyway, by the way, um, just in case anybody wasn't clear, he didn't go across state lines, <clears throat> which, like Ben Shapiro said, is perfectly legal to do anyway. You can drive across state lines, but even if that wasn't legal, he still didn't do it. Um, but just so that is clear, he didn't drive. But why is everyone I, everyone I read saying that? Because just what Ben Shapiro said, everybody is lying. Everybody wants to paint the picture that he lied. That 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 what what they saying is lie is what they're saying is true. But they're lying. He didn't go across state lines. If you want to look it up, he, Ben Shapiro didn't specifically mention this, but he was already in Kenosha when the shooting happened. Like he didn't. <laughs> yeah, he was in Kenosha because he. So well, the reason why this is even a thing is because he lives in Illinois. That's where his house was, um, but he lived twenty minutes away from Kenosha, Wisconsin, which was near the border of Illinois and Wisconsin. But he was in Wisconsin the day before, um, the shooting. So his house was. And he like, didn't go. His house was like twenty minutes from Kenosha. Yeah. He didn't go specifically to shoot people. He went there as, like, medic. Yeah, of course. Exactly. Right, so he so crossed he was state lines, but the weapon was at his friend's house. Yes, he, he crossed state lines, but he didn't have possession of the weapon when he crossed state lines. He crossed state lines, like, the day before. And then the weapon, then he, he, you know, he retrieved the weapon the night of the shooting, obviously. Um, so anyway, that, in case anybody was wondering, in case I wasn't clear, he didn't actually cross state lines. And you heard at the end there, like the people, like the UK Independent or whatever he, he had referenced, he said they're claiming that he literally shot black people, which is literally just – Yeah, in, he it's clearly complete, did not. It's completely incorrect. Like, correct. Dude, yeah. It's not – there's no, 
it's just that's just wrong. There's no way you can claim they weren't black. They were white, dude, bruh. They were. It's ridiculous. See, you see, I mean, like he was saying, this whole massive court case was painted as a race issue, white supremacy at its finest. That's exactly what the whole the whole issue was. Was this was a race case? He was a white supremacist. I mean, that's what everybody claimed. When there was yeah. no no evidence for being a white supremacist at all, Ev- evidence upon evidence, there was loads of evidence to support the fact that he was defending himself. There is drone footage, there's video footage, there's testimonial footage from the prosecution. I mean, testimonial evidence from the prosecution. I mean, literally, like, there facts upon facts upon facts about what actually happened, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Because, and like Ben Shapiro said, the people of the left, they don't care. They don't even care. They know they're lying, and they just don't care because they want to fit the narrative. They want this utopian society where, like like he said, that, that they want this society how America, they think America should be, and it's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's so stupid. Like What he said was good, the part where he's like getting mad about it. And I don't think mad like, oh, you're going to go out and protest, but mad like, gosh, this is ridiculous. Like, these people are... Like he said, I don't want to say the word he the words he used, but seriously, I mean they're all very very true. This it's just it's ridiculous. So that that's the issue. I mean that was the whole he summarized it pretty well. Um, and by the way, what he was saying, there was a point where he said he hoped that he was Kyle Rittenhouse was sitting on a mountain of money uh, after this. So he was talking about character deformation. I think that's how you pronounce it. Character deformation. Um, which technically, I mean, uh, would he actually win a lawsuit with the, everything surrounding? Probably not. Depends heavily on the judge that he would get and the jury if they actually got a normal, unbiased judge and jury. But if so, technically, he could actually have. He has grounds to sue so many different people, starting with Joe yeah. Biden. He has absolutely grounds to sue for Joe Biden because. Like you said, Joe Biden's campaign ad showed Kyle, Kyle Rittenhouse with a gun, you know, calling him a white supremacist and framing him as a killer. I mean, that's character deformation right there. It's the difference between freedom of speech and character deformation. And I wanted to say this real fast. Yeah. Now, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think I'm wrong about this. So I mean, obviously you have freedom of speech, which means you can you can say whatever you want to. Like if, if, if we're sitting here and I – if, we're, if me and Tad are public figures, and I go to Tad and I say, I, I make a YouTube video and I say, I think Tad sucks. I hate Tad. I don't like him. I think he's a terrible human being. That's your okay, freedom of speech. That's freedom of speech. I can say what I want to. I have my opinion. There's nothing legally wrong with that. It's, of course, it's morally and a ridiculous move. But, you know, I mean, lawfully and legally, I can do that. I'm within my constitutional right to go publicly make a video and say, I think Tad sucks. Or Yeah, but if, if I was trying to get a job... And you spread some rumor. Exactly. See, that's the difference. If I, if I was and trying just to completely spread that with just completely now, based on the fact that you wanted me to not get that job, but then I didn't get that job based on that fact. Exactly. Not then, then you that's have called libel. Then you would have grounds to sue. Exactly. So, for instance, like then it's a difference though, because I can say that that's just my opinion. But then if I turned around and actually tried to deformate his character 
and keep him from opportunity. So if I, I went around and it, like let's say I accused Tad of rape, like I, I just randomly accused Tad of rape, or let's say I accused Tad of stealing, or I accused Tad of, and I gotta hear and say I think Tad sucks. Also, he stole something or he murdered somebody or tried to paint him as some kind of villain. If I said that now, if I started claiming illegal false things about him, then now if, I, if I started claiming that he did illegal stuff or he was, you know, if I tried to claim things that would publicly affect his public appearance or his uh, um, any his position of getting a job or getting whatever. Yeah, knowing they were false. Knowing they were false, exactly. Knowing they were false. Or technically, even if they are false, I mean, technically, you're still liable even if they are false and you still claim them. Um, well, not, well, I mean, if you thought they were true and you spread that and it turned out to be false, that's not liable. But if you knew they were false from the start but intentionally spread them, right? That's, there's a difference. It's between, I've learned this in journalism. That is, that is, it's called right. misinformation yeah, and disinformation. They're two completely different things. Disinformation is information spread solely for the fact to confuse or mislead mm -hmm. people about something. Misinformation is something that you believe to be true that you spread that ends up being false. Right. So it, that, like, if I were to claim that about Tad, then he would have all right and all grounds to sue me. And so, like, with the situation for Kyle Rittenhouse, Kyle Rittenhouse has all the world, all the grounds in the entire world to sue all of these m media outlets. Joe Biden, but media He's, companies. Yeah, not, not Joe Biden, sure. but all these different social media platforms, all these different media companies that paint, try to paint him as a white supremacist, murderer, killer, vigilantist, which is, by the way, a vigilantist is like the green arrow. That's a vigilante, okay? A guy who goes around and fights crime on the streets. That's a vigilante. That's the, the green arrow, like Flash, I guess. No, maybe not Flash, but like the green arrow, Batman. That, th those are vigilantes, yeah. not Kyle Rittenhouse. It's ridiculous. Anyway, but yeah, Kyle Rittenhouse has, and I hope he does. I hope he does. I'm with Ben Shapiro. I hope he does because he has all the right in the world to go sue their butts off for character defamation. Now, I, who knows if he actually can do that? Who knows if he's going to win? But legally speaking, he has all the right in the world to, and I hope he does because it's just quite, just quite ridiculous. Anyway, McKenna, um, what are some of your thoughts about it? What, what do you think? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't like getting into that stuff because I don't know. I always feel like I'm not that informed on it, which I mean, that video is really good. Completely understand, like, why people should be angry over it because that he has every right to, like you said, sue them because now that I've watched the video and, like, got some more information on it, it's like, um, yeah, it's not at all what people say it is and yep. he deserves... To be found not guilty, like, it's simple as that. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And like he had mentioned in the beginning, this whole entire issue stemmed, like, the sole reason why there were even protests in the beginning that Kyle Rittenhouse even had to go to was because they were rioting about Jacob Blake, who, like mm -hmm. I had, like I said that in the beginning, he was a convicted or alleged, I guess he was not, not convicted, but he was an alleged... I don't know if he was convicted or alleged. I think he actually was a criminal. I'm not entirely sure, but either he was convicted or alleged. A rapist. A literal rapist. Yeah. And he was a martyr, a person, like an icon for people to rally around and people to praise. Someone who literally 
forced someone to have sexual relations with them against their will was a public heroic figure. And that was – he was that because he was painted as that hero by members of the left. Okay, so Jacob Blake actually is not convicted. Okay, so then he, was, then he was just alleged. He was just an alleged he, The racist. charges were dropped. Okay. Wow. When, wait, when was this trial? Oh, wait. The charges were dropped for him agreeing to plead guilty to two misdemeanor counts of disorderly conduct. Okay. He's, he's serving two years of probation. Okay. Regardless, he's still done illegal stuff. That in no way, shape, or form should be a someone who's a martyr, someone who is a icon for people to riot for. Like, he's a criminal. He is a literal criminal. He is someone who has broken the law and is serving time with some kind of consequence. And the vice president of the United States said that she was proud of him. How ridiculous is that? It's ridiculous. It makes no sense. It's ridiculous. It is so stupid on so many levels. It's it's just absurd. It's absurd. And so that's the only reason why this was even an issue in the first place. It was because Jacob Blake got shot. You know, I remember when he he did get shot. I remember when this was a whole big issue. By the way, by the way, I, he, I think he might have mentioned this in the video, I think. But in case you don't know the full story of Jacob Blake, Jacob Blake went to his girlfriend's home and reportedly was either harassing her or not leaving her alone or there was some something something like going on there when Jacob Blake went to his girlfriend's home. Jacob Blake's girlfriend called the cops because he was harassing her or doing something like that. Cops came. It was ex-girlfriend. Ex-girlfriend. Well, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, that's right. That's right. Ex-girlfriend. They mentioned that in the video. Okay, that's right. Ex-girlfriend. Cops came to his house. Then Jacob Blake resisted arrest after the cops were called on him, which you cannot do. You cannot resist an arrest. No, you shouldn't do it. You can do it. You shouldn't do it. If... You, I don't think you can resist arrest. I don't think it's legal for well, you to do that. You can, you can say you're not going to get like um, you can. Disagree. A violation. Yeah, you can s resist it, but I mean, it's not a smart thing to do because you're going to get arrested either way. Okay. Anyway. Um, yeah. And then, then after he was, a, he resisted arrest, and then after he was a, a trying to, I think either I don't I don't know the full story. I don't know if he was. If he was going to pull one of the policeman's guns, regardless, after he was in with physical contact, like after he was actively resisting arrest and actively trying to hurt the members of the police force, the police shot him. Which any sane member of any police force would do if you're resisting a dude who's trying to kill you or resisting a dude that you were got the cops called on him. Like it, it, it and it's just it, it's just ridiculous. And that they, they shot him. Now, I mean, they shot they shot him in the back, so maybe they could have shot him somewhere non-lethal, but still, I, I think Ben Shapiro even mentioned he was lawfully and rightfully shot. I mean, if I was a policeman and I was trying to arrest a dude who was resisting and then he tried to grab my gun or he tried to tackle me or he tried to threaten or he tried to do something to me or any other members of the police force, he would get shot. Because any sane member of any police force is going to do that. And so then he, of course, became a icon, a hero of a, a 
someone who had to deal with brutal p police brutality and systemic racism, and all, of course, they're all the narratives that they painted. And that's the only reason why they're receiving protests in the first place. I mean, it's just all ridiculous. It's ridiculous from top to bottom. Everything is so absurd. Yeah, you know what? If Kyle Rittenhouse was black, this wouldn't be an issue. This wouldn't be a massive issue. Because, you know, all the people were claiming all white supremacy. So if Kyle Rittenhouse was black, it wouldn't be an issue at all. But because he was white. And then, like I said, he didn't even kill white people. He didn't even kill black people. He just shot white people. Like, did you, did you hear that one guy that tweeted saying that the people that died were victims? Mm-hmm. Two convicted... Yeah, that's right. Two convicted criminals that were actively trying to inflict harm slash kill Kyle Rittenhouse while Kyle mm -hmm. Rittenhouse was protecting private property and providing medical aid. They are the yeah. ones that are victims. It's absurd. It's just absurd. And the more I think about it, the more I get pissed off. That's why I try not to think about it too much. But it's just it's just so absurd. It's so ridiculous from top to bottom. It's just ridiculous. It's, it's amazing to me. It's amazing. Which is why I, the, the biggest reason I wanted to do this episode was because we seriously need to make sure we are informed and we are educated on stuff like this. Because if we're not, if we're so-so or don't have an opinion... The world, the public school system, social media will absolutely try to sway everybody in the world to their utopian society, their ridiculous society. So every every person, they will try to get every person they can. And we can't, we just cannot let him, like Ben Shapiro said, you got to make sure we're informed. We got to make sure what know what genuinely happened because this is a freaking serious issue. I mean... Now, the shooting, of course, is a serious issue, but more I'm more talking about the way the media has just lied and portrayed it and misinformed. Yeah. I mean, it's just all ridiculous. So it's important for us young people as well because we're growing up in this world. It's important for us to be educated and informed about things. Highly recommend everybody that's listening or everybody that is here in the podcast, go check out Ben Shapiro. He is an amazing, amazingly in smart, amazingly educated individual. He knows what he's talking about, and he talks about it straight he has these really funny videos where he reacts to a bunch of like woke tiktoks a lot of just ridiculous tiktoks it's really funny he he, he has a good sense of humor as well anyway um i guess we lost cullen and meredith i guess they tapped out about midway through the video yeah and then andrew's been loading on my screen for like the past 10 minutes oof he's here on my screen um does anybody have any closing comments before we end the stream in the podcast? It's past my bedtime. I think it's past all of our bedtimes. Monday is tomorrow. We got school. I actually don't have school. I got really? some things Two days to do. This week. Yes, that's right, because it's Thanksgiving. Hey, everybody that's listening to this, um, please, please, please have a great Thanksgiving. Uh, enjoy this time with your family. If you get a chance. We will be taking a break this Thursday. We yes. will not be recording this oh, Thursday. Yeah, yeah. I guess we probably won't. I don't know. We might. No, it's Thanksgiving, could. stupid. I'm I'm still gonna get on. We could. I'm still gonna get on. We can Thursday. record Friday. We could do that. Yeah, we'll we'll find something. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Anyway, I um, I want to talk to the viewers. I want to talk to the okay, viewers. go ahead, Andrew. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. If you guys disagree, I will be happy to read your comments on the videos on Apple Podcasts, Twitch. Oh yes, that. yes, absolutely. That's disagree. You can respectfully disagree and leave a comment. But if you don't disagree and send us death threats, then... <laughs> wow. 
I will we'll find your mom and your dad. Hey. Yes. Leave a comment, and if you like start being toxic and try to cancel us, then blocked. <laughs> yes. Hey, please. We. I want all the. I want everybody that's listening to this. If you, if anybody's made it this far, please. I want to have a discussion. I want to talk to every single person. I want to talk to every single person about this. Anybody that ever listened to this before Thanksgiving, when you're at your family's gathering, if there's an opportunity to bring it up, bring it up so they know. It is so important to actually spread the word of what happened because the media, the world, and the the, the ridiculousness that that is social media, or the ninety percent of social media at least, will spread. Try that to. Video I can. I can. Yes, I can. I will. Yeah. They I are going. I'll, I'll link. I'll link it in the description. I'll link, I'll link I, in the description. Podcast, this. We tend to have some pretty different views than everyone else. But yep. But I'm please, everybody that's listening to it, spread the word at Thanksgiving. If there's any chance, any any family interactions, any chance to bring it up, spread the word. Don't be so-so about this. Be passionate about this because this is ridiculous. It, we cannot stand for this. We need to stand up for what we believe in, and we need to stand up for the truth because they will literally try to rip America apart from the, from the base all the way up to the everything. So stand for what we believe in. Um... I hope everybody has a great Thanksgiving. Um, thank you yes. all for joining the podcast mm-hmm. tonight. Appreciate y'all sticking with us. Um, any closing comments from anybody? Um. John Zena. There you I have go. a quick question right, for go ahead, one go ahead. person in this podcast. Oh boy, I'm ready. <laughs> This is gonna be stupid. Tad, can you turn your what? camera? I uh, what? Will what? you want to date with me? Oh yeah. Okay, you can end the podcast now. <laughs> Wait, are you serious? Yeah. I bet. Okay, well, alright, well, bye guys. Check us out on TikTok, YouTube, Twitch, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Yeah, so. <laughs> alright, bye guys. <laughs>